All right, I got another killer bonus episode for you. Uh, this is bonus episode number 10. How nice is that? 10 extra episodes for you. Uh, this is an interview I had with a, another local singer-songwriter named Naomi Som. Um, just amazing songwriter. She came to one of the acoustic open mics a couple months ago and played a few songs for us all, and everybody in the crowd was just mesmerized and singing along to them by the end of the songs. Um, just a really good songwriter, great singer, um, and an awesome person. It was, it was really cool to to get to know her and, and go talk to her and hang out, and um, we had a great time. And uh, this is my interview with Naomi Sam. Are you starting it? I'm just yeah, we're oh, just going. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> we met at the open mic. Um and you totally freaking blew my mind. Like I would I I had heard we'd known each other on Facebook for a long time, but then when I saw you play, I was like, Holy shit, this is this gal can write some freaking songs here. Um and then I got curious, where'd you come from? Mm. And how did you get here? Like mm-hmm. what's the story of, yeah. of you? So. Yeah. Well, how far back do you want to go? The very beginning, <laughs> as far as you can remember. Okay. I was raised, born and raised in South Florida by a pair of hippies. All right. And uh, I feel that vibe. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. I don't know if that's good or not. <laughs> it's a good thing. It's very chill here. Okay. Awesome. Um, there were, there's four of us kids in the family. Mm-hmm. Um. We always had people over. Um, just our door was open. This company out. in and out, yeah. and most of them were musicians. Nice. And uh, so, around ten or eleven, I started to get kind of curious. Like, mm. how can I play like you? And right. so, my grandpa passed on his guitar to me, <laughs> and I picked it up and started playing. That's awesome. Um, but to backtrack, when I was eight, I started writing poetry. Okay. So was that the first like real like creative thing that you're Yeah. That came out of you? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um my dad is a sculptor cool. and um neither of them are musicians, but I guess I got the creative side from my dad. Yeah. Um so when I started writing I started writing poetry at eight and then at thirteen I actually started um picking up the guitar and um, figuring out and watching people and I didn't get any lessons. I just watched mm. what people were doing. And so I started to join the music with the poetry I wrote. So I started writing songs out of my poetry. Yeah. Nice. And then, uh, my mom would always force me to sing in front of everybody. And <laughs> I was a very shy kid. Yeah. My mom is incredibly talkative. Um, so wherever we went, I didn't have to say a word. She would just she talk, did it talk, for you. Talk. Yeah, that's cool. So it's pretty much always there. Like it's, I mean, your your parents just mm-hmm. had creative people coming in and out, and they were creative. That's just yeah. part of life then for you, huh? Right. Now yeah. that's interesting. Do you? Uh, what's your earliest earliest musical memory? Um, of. Watching somebody or writing? It, writing or watching, just anything musical that, like, sparked something in you. Um, 
uh, watching uh, the guy that would come over all the time with his guitar, Rob Rice, mm-hmm. um, play guitar. He did he did this riff that I have written a couple songs off of now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's <laughs> it inspires like, you that much. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there was that, and then there was this song I wrote called Sunflowers when I was, I guess, I guess that was the first song I wrote yeah. when I was 13. 13 was your first song? Mm-hmm. Do you still remember it? Yeah. No, really? Do you play yeah. it still? or Once in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, do you remember the first live show that you ever went to? Yes, it was, we were very sheltered, so it was a Christian concert. Uh, nice. That was um, one of my first live shows, too. Oh, really? The Newsboys. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they rocked, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I remember them. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it, I can't, The I'm going blank, but another one is Sandy Patty. Okay. And you went and you went to that show, and that was was it like inspiring at all? Or were you just kind of like, oh, it's um, a Christian rock band? Like, it <laughs> was the one that was more inspiring is the name I can't even think of. But from then on, I would picture myself on stage in front of thousands of people. Oh, cool! So that implanted Th- that uh-huh. like performance mode yeah. in you. That's really cool. Yeah. Should I turn the AC off? Is it oh. too loud? No, it's fine. I okay. think they're condenser mics. So. Um, so then that leads to, do you remember your first onstage experience? What was your first show? Oh, yeah, I do. I was in Kalispell, Montana when I was 19. Okay. And I played, it, I don't know if it was an open mic or if I had uh, booked it, but I just remember the crowd just loved it. Yeah. They got so much good feedback. And before that, I didn't know that I was actually good or that people would even want to listen to me. Right. So the very first time on stage, you're like, I, I like this feedback. I need mm, to do yeah. this more. Like yeah. But I, but I missed a chunk because, um, I performed as a bass player before I ever, um, performed as a guitar a oh, singer songwriter. How did that? So was that's an interesting story. Let's hear it. So, um, <laughs> I went to Amsterdam to be in a band. Okay. Okay. And, and uh, that's an interesting story, yeah. <laughs> too. <so. laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can go down a rabbit hole. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> I like the sound of that. <laughs> so I went there. I, I quit my job and dropped everything to go and do music. And um, I, I was under the impression I was going to play acoustic guitar and be their backup vocal. Okay. Um, but during the practice the rehearsals i just had choked up so much that mm. my voice just was terrible mm, and know. uh and they stuck you on bass <laughs> yep yep so yeah the the leader of the band pulled me aside and she said i just need to tell you that you're never going to be a lead singer oh man that's yeah. rough to hear Jeez. yeah <laughs> and but we still want you to stay in the band. Can you play tambourine? <laughs> or can you keep the books for us? Yeah. Uh, and I was I was just devastated. Like, neither of those things sounded... Exciting. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, um, I would rather do so many other things than uh, play tambourine on stage or keep, keep books. Right. Um, 
So after a couple of days of just crying all day and night of just not knowing what to do, because mm-hmm. I had quit my job and everything yeah. in Florida. Were you to already go. in Amsterdam? I was already or? there. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Um, so I was debating just leaving the band and going mm. back home. Um, and then that day, they told me that the bass player bailed. Mm. Um, he was on his. He was about to join the band and fly over to Amsterdam, and he canceled. Yeah. For uh, for whatever reason, but it was ended up being. I don't know if you're familiar with Steve Taylor in the Christian world. I'm not. Okay. Um, he was one of my idols growing mm. up. His bass player was supposed to join our band. Okay. And and he's the one that bailed, and so uh, they said. Do you want to try to play bass? And I said, okay, I'll give it a try. Yeah. And two weeks later, I'm on You're stage the playing the bass. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> and so I loved it. So then that, so you just got really into that. And then the, mm-hmm. did that evolve into guitar playing or we were already kind of playing guitar? I was already, was, I was already a guitar player. Yeah. This is what needed to be done. Uh huh. Okay. Right. That's cool. I think a lot of bass players kind of get thrown into that. It's like we need a bass yep. player, and you're here. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. I ended up um, also doing background vocals. Yeah. Too. So. That's cool. That must have been a wild experience to do all that in Amsterdam, and mm-hmm. like, what? How did that come about? So it's. I was raised Christian, mm-hmm. um, not Mormon, but Christian, oh. um, and. I ended up traveling to 32 countries wow. doing music. That's awesome. Through that organization. Okay. Uh, the organization is called YWAM, Youth okay. with a Mission. And so that's what um that's why I was in Amsterdam. Hmm. So for 3 weeks in Amsterdam we were rehearsing and maybe playing a couple shows, but then we um moved on to the medical ship hmm. that went between West Africa and Western Europe um, year-round. Yeah. So we would spend five or six months in Africa playing music for people that were waiting in line f- to get medical screenings okay. to see if they could qualify to um, get a surgery or um, cataract eye surgery or a big, huge tumor on their face removed. And you're just soothing like that. them with your music. Yep. And infusing them with Jesus at the uh, same time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right on. That sounds like a really cool experience, actually. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, some so of the best. That was some of the best years of my life. I spent three years on that ship. Yeah, probably really good musical training too. Just every day doing that, you probably yeah. really developed a lot of skills. I would yeah. imagine. Like yeah, and a lot of skills of uh, just flexing with. You never know what kind of crowd mm, yeah. you're going to be playing for. You never know what kind of setting, and right. you just have to be flexible. Go with that flow. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, where did like, where did you start performing solo? Like, when did you come to Idaho and become Naomi Sam, local uh, singer songwriter? When I was so in 2007, I moved to Meridian. Okay, and. I started to research the open mics around town, and mm. I found Penn Gillies mm. All right. on Monday nights. And I remember the very first Monday night I went. Um, so maybe it was 
12 years ago that I went to my first one and it was, it was raining and I was nervous. I didn't know anybody. I just, I don't always like going anywhere, going places by myself. Sure. But I just kind of broke out of my comfort zone. Good for you. Yeah. That's classic. And it's a rainy night. You're going yeah. to an open mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good visual. <laughs> yeah. You should write a song about it. Yeah, you should. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Rob Hill was the resident bass player for the open mics. Great and player. then yeah. um, Rebecca Scott was running the open mic. Nice. Another great player. Yeah. Yep. yep. Mm -hmm. And um, just got up there and did my three songs. And right on. Um, then, I don't know. Six months into doing that, uh, a guy was sitting in the audience from New York that happened to be a manager and a music producer, mm -hmm. and he um, discovered me. Okay. And so that's when I cut my first CD here in Idaho, but before I was in Idaho, I, I already had three albums. Okay. Right on. Yeah, yeah I, I Googled you and I saw like mm -hmm. a ton of stuff came up. I'm like, I don't uh -huh. even know where to start here. <laughs> Jeez, like, you know. mm -hmm. But I, uh, when you came to the open mic, I was blown away by your songs. And then I was telling my friend, uh, Terry, he was asking about it. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, Naomi came by and she played these songs. And he's like, yeah, I saw her play at blah, 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 wherever, like two years ago. And I wasn't even planning on staying there and i just saw her sing a song and i sat and i stayed there for the rest of the night watching her just oh like, nice yeah so Who? you got this like magnetic magnetic thing about your your song oh nice like, it was really good who was that my Th friend terry he plays uh okay. terry conley okay he plays bass in a band i play in called okay. soul honey mm. um yeah good friend of mine and and we just started talking about it. it's like oh this her songs are amazing and like uh, I, I get curious about songwriting. Like, where do you feel like the need to create comes from? Like, mm -hmm. why do you have to sit with your guitar on a lonely night and write songs? Like, why, you know, where does that come from in people, I wonder? Yeah, that's a really good question. I just have always had the urge to create. It's just always there um, for you. Because huh? I do visual art, too. Okay, um, this is your stuff? And yeah. Your, that's a gorgeous uh, painting. Thank you. Yeah. I started doing that to save money in decorating my houses. Okay. All <laughs> so right, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just, there's just a drive inside me that just I've got to, yeah. um, but then there's some dry seasons where I look at my guitar, I'm like, I, hmm. I just, I hate that thing. Right. And I don't want to sit down and write anything. Right. Um, Do you ever like feel like you need to force yourself to play to spark it? Or? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I deal with depression and anxiety okay. and I think a lot of my songs come, come out of that, those dark places. Okay. Yeah. I feel like most of us artists deal with that and yeah. Like yeah. It, it ends up being a way to get some of that out, I guess. Yeah. And sometimes I, I just, I really get mad at God or universe or whatever whoever you would call them sure that i even deal with it yeah but if i didn't have that i don't know if i would be a songwriter yeah that's the so, eternal question the yeah. 
if you don't have that childhood pain, is a comedian going to be funny? Right. Are we going to have anything to write about if we weren't abused or, you know, (laughs) (laughs) if there wasn't something shitty that happened in our lives, what would we write about? Well, it'd be boring. Exactly. Okay, now here's the eternal question. Mm -hmm. Um, Beatles or Stones? Beatles. Uh, you strike me as a Beatles person. Eh. And everybody I've interviewed actually has said the Beatles. I don't know why I keep asking this question. <laughs> <laughs> they just they're so much more creative and there's so much more there for me. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that is always the big question. I'm always curious what people pick, but mm-hmm. everybody goes with the Beatles, so and then what's been playing on your brain radio lately? Like what are you listening to? What, what? are you what are you singing along to in the shower and in the car? Um my own stuff, I think. Yeah. Um, I started a new band called Gretchen Rogers. Okay, um, I think I saw along that. with Lindsay Hunt. Lindsay? Yeah. Violin player. So right? yeah. Okay. Um, a lot of those songs are fairly new, and no. I just I ended up going to bed with them, just running through my head. Well, then that leads to the next question: Is that what's your latest project? What are you are you guys writing an album or writing songs or what are you working on right um, now? Yeah, we're writing an album. Okay, we've got twelve songs done. I think okay. um, we have a five song EP already out. Oh, nice! And we're we're planning to get this album out. Um, we found a an amazing um, what's his name, Nico. Ah, you can. You have to edit this part, but I, I can't remember his last so name. A local guy. Anyway, no, he's out of Nico Ventura. Case? Nope. Oh. Uh, Baloba. Oh, okay. Uh, right. He's Nico out of something. L.A. Uh-huh. And he write. He produces for big time, big time people. I, okay. I can't think of the names right now. Yeah. But. <laughs> This is what I hate about my brain. Yeah. I, I get it, brain it farts all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, write it down and turn it into a song. And then. Yeah. We'll <laughs> right. So he like is helping he's, you guys record. Or? He's uh, mixing okay. all the stuff for yeah. us. Um, Steve Fulton at Audio Lab. Nice. Um, we used his studio and he's he's a great engineer. Yeah. He's really good. Mm hmm. That's cool. So you and Lindsay, is it just you and Lindsay? Like, what is, what's this so band? So it, it's her of? and I that front the band, and yeah. then it's um, her husband, Lucas, mm-hmm. Rob Hill on bass, and Mike Sapiro on guitar. Right on. Electric guitar. So and it's a five-piece. And then where's Gretchen? Um, <laughs> 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 so Gretchen, um, we got that name. Lindsay got the name from an old vintage drum head okay nice. one he's got two of them one oh. is gretch and one is rogers oh okay so gretchen rogers yeah gretch and rogers yeah I we get, get a lot of questions about yeah. that where's gretchen who's gretchen <laughs> that's funny people call us that and we just answer to it yeah <laughs> all right well where can the folks find you on social media where can we hear the gretchen rogers band so instagram i'm naomi Som music okay. um facebook also naomi Som music okay and uh, yeah, you can find all my stuff there. Awesome. Pretty much. So there you have it. My discussion with Naomi. Um, again, just really awesome to get to know her and uh, hear her play. And speaking of hearing her play, I did manage to talk her into playing a song and letting me record it here for you. Um, so we'll tack that on at the end of the episode, as is customary with every episode. 
Um, but if you are in the Boise area at all, Naomi has a pretty cool show coming up here on August 27th um, at Sturman's Wine and Cigars. It's actually in Garden City, just a part of Boise, real close to Boise there. Um, it's free, dog-friendly food. Food truck is going to be there. It's outside. Uh, and there's also going to be a visual artist there painting while she plays. So I've always loved that idea, like combining all of the arts at once. Let's watch somebody play music while somebody else is creating a picture behind it. I've just thought that that's been a really cool idea. And it's cool to see that happening. Um, so if you are in the Boise area, August 27th, go check out Naomi Sam. And you can find her all over social media and all of that stuff, too. Go find her. Go listen to her music. Go see her at shows. She's awesome. So go do it. Thanks for listening to the Brain Radio Podcast. Uh, you guys know how you can get a hold of me if you're listening to this at all. I'm all over the social medias. And as always, I appreciate you and love you. This is a song by Naomi Song. Uh, okay. So this is Already Hits End. And this is about all you people who have hit that send button before thinking about what you say. Yeah.